Hey guys, welcome to Brunch and Bombs, the podcast where we drink delicious cocktails, watch awesomely and awesomely bad movies, and make brunch. I'm Hope. I'm Summer. And I'm Jerry. And today we watch Striptease. Yeah, Striptease, the movie that somehow had both more Demi Moore stripping and less of her stripping in the same film. She did not strip very much. It, it was amazing. You guys didn't tell me it was so good. <laughs> I, I kind of forgot. Like I, I, this I is, forgot I, how amazing. It I was. think this is the first time I watched it as a comedy and not as whatever sad shit she was stripping to during her second time she stripped. Yeah, I guess if you see it as a drama, it's pretty bad. Yeah, but, but if, if you, you watch it as a comedy, which I think is its true roots, it's, it's pretty okay. So. Pretty I okay. think it was, it was meant to be like edgy and out there for the time. Like Jimmy Moore is going to get naked. Nineteen ninety six. Can you imagine, though, she gets into serious shape for this movie, and they're like, oh, it's a comedy. She's like, I got into fucking good shape for comedy. <laughs> she, was, like a, she was looking toy. Don't mess with the Zohan. Oh, yeah. I understand why I root for that movie. The one, the one movie he put any effort into, and yet Rob Schneider's still in some kind of brown face. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, you know what? Uh, you know, it's also in great shape. Our brunch. I, don't think about it. Don't think about it. It's... It, Segway. Anyway, anyway, what did we have? What did we have for brunch, Hope? I made breakfast croissants with turkey sausage, turkey bacon, and eggs and cheese. It was delicious. Really good. And come away with a cocktail today. Okay, so uh, I did some very minor research, uh, like one Google search, and I looked at the first result about this movie. Pretty much. I mean, that's pretty much all you need. And uh, found out the strip of club was called the uh, Eager Beaver. And Googled that, and uh, there was a drink called the Eager Beaver. So that was how hard I worked on the drink. But it was pre- it's pretty good. Uh, so it's like Kahlua rum and uh, triple sec. And it seems, actually the recipe calls for control, but you know, I don't have that kind of money. So <laughs> we just have regular triple sec. But uh, yeah, it seems like a weird combination, but it really just tastes like Kahlua. I don't know. Hope, do you like the drink? Okay, it's a little sweet. I, I shudder to think what the drink, if you had researched the, apparently their rival strip club, the Flesh Farm, oh. I shudder to think what that drink could have possibly had been. Yeah, that sounds horrible. Yes, that's an actual, by the way, that is an actual, that their rival strip club in this movie is known as the Flesh Farm. Absolutely, absolutely sounds like a B-horror movie, does it not? Like a, a Texas Chainsaw Massacre ripoff, the Flesh Farm. <laughs> But that place was packed like every time they showed it. The one, They showed Flesh Farm one time. So it was no, packed so you're... every time. Yeah, thank you. I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, and Hope, by the way, I texted her last night and was like, you don't like coffee, so you don't like Kahlua? And she's like, no, I like Kahlua. Because it has alcohol in it or... Maybe. Okay. It's probably. Okay. Probably. So anyway, let's talk about this movie. Yeah, the, the, the bait... So this movie... The plot is just bass. It's fucking ridiculous. So, the main character Demi Moore, it, she the bare bones here. She loses custody of her child to her drug addicted criminal boyfriend. Ex husband. Uh, sorry, ex husband. You're right. Because reasons, and so she ends up stripping for a while. And apparently she's the greatest stripper ever because not only does she have her own creeper stalker who's in love with her, a congressman ends up beating some guy because he touched her. 
<laughs> so that turned and it it literally she just do through no fault of her own she just falls ass <laughs> over tits into this into this congress this congress person murder conspiracy thing and she's still trying to get custody of her child from her piece of shit ex-husband who is like if you've ever seen uh any sort of memes about florida man this guy is florida man like incarnate he steals wheelchairs he's high on all the drugs and his sister raises wolves apparently (laughs) (laughs) also i mean I don't know. I, I got some rural South Carolina vibes, to be honest. It's, I don't think the from ro- some of the pl- from some of the things in this like movie. It's, so this movie's supposed to take place in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, but like we'll get more into it. But there was just so many like bad, like southern, like like Alabama type accents, like like deep South Alabama type accents. Yeah, that, that was I strange. But anyway, so she ends up like over the course of the whole fucking movie conspiracy is uh brought to light she gets custody of her child we see her titties a couple times so we as the audience win and uh ving rame steals literally every scene he's in the end yeah that's true okay well see you guys next week Uh, (laughs) no wait there's more Um, so this movie literally starts off with her in court and uh the, the the judge his name was Judge Fingerhut, which I thought was going to be the name of another strip club in this small, in, in Fort Lauderdale. It could be. But she's sitting there pleading her case, saying like, and he's like, well, little lady, I think I'm going to have to give, uh, going to have to give custody to this guy over here. She's like, but he's a drug addict who, like, made me lose my job as a secretary for the FBI. He's like, well, but you don't have a job, so I can't give your daughter to you. She's like, but he made me lose it. He's like, now, bitch, he played football real good. Basically. I'm going to give this child to this man. Okay, all this happened in, like, 60 seconds. Yes, yes. they, they crammed it in there. this is the first 60 seconds of the movie, and I was like, this movie is going to be great. <laughs> because it was just, first of all, clunky exposition. Love it. Oh, yeah. Uh, forced. But also, fucking Foghorn Leghorn up here is like, yeah, we know he's a drug addict, but we're going to, like, give him custody. I was like, what is this movie? And also, so another thing this movie really wanted to just drive forward is that, you know, like, every one of the men who are, like, the the bad guys, they're all raging misogynists. Oh, yeah. Because this judge... She's pleading her case. She's she's saying like I was I have a I had a job. He made me lose it because you know I worked for the FBI, but my ex husband's a goddamn criminal. And he's like, well, here now, little lady. I was like, you mother, you condescending ass motherfucker. Oh my god, it's not as bad. But this customer the other day kept calling me honey. Mm. I was about to fucking walk out. Like, <laughs> Should have been like, sorry, my name's actually Ginger. Get like, it right. Whenever I worked at the call center and people cussed me out and called me an idiot all the time, fine. Don't call me honey. <laughs> That's expected. Don't call me honey. Don't call me honey, sweetie baby child. So, yeah, she loses custody, and then we just flash forward. She's now been working at the Eager Beaver for eight months. And uh, eight, weeks. eight weeks. Eight weeks. Sorry, sorry. Eight weeks. She's already built up a cult following. That that one guy who is named Jerry. Uh, some... People fucking hate Jerry's in I, movies and TV shows. I don't understand why. I feel like I'm a I'm a reasonably decent human being, but apparently, according to Big Hollywood, 
Jerry's <laughs> Jerry's are losers, creepers, or scumbags. I know. Like, that's it. It's like, you You should probably change your name. You and everyone named Karen, you really got to get out of this. <laughs> I mean, at least my name isn't a meme. It's, like, usually Jerry as a meme is referencing a specific character at this point. Like, Jerry from Rick and Morty. Or, back in the day, it was like Jerry, Se- like Jerry Seinfeld. Probably one of the least scumbaggy Hollywood Jerry's, actually, now that I think about it. Even though they were all sociopaths. That's and I love because he went by his real name instead of a writer coming up with it. Yeah, kind of like Erin Grant. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This lady, used her, this lady used her real name as her stage name at the strip club. The full name, too. Yeah, first and last name. Okay, I got it. I wrote these down. Uh, here are some of the stripper names from the <laughs> Eager Beaver. Urbana, Sp- Urbana Spiral, Gaza Strip. She was the G- the Jewish one, I guess, she was, right? She was kosher. Yes. She was kosher, yeah. Tiffany Glass. And Aaron Grant. And Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Monique Jr. I did not understand oh, yeah. that. My yeah, favorite was that her. That's the one who was basically Baby Spice, right? I think so. Yes. Is that her thing? Yeah, that she, was her thing. She was like, yeah. you know, sucking her thumb. Yeah, she, yeah, she, like, first time we saw her coming out, she was like, she had like a lollipop and she was like sucking on her thumb and she looked like Baby Spice from Spice World. I mean, Warfare. this was the height of, of Spice Girls mania, I think, so. Yeah. So people were into it. People were into Baby Spice. Oh, creepy. Oh my god, who was the one bitch who had the like 17 triple G but perfectly spherical titties? Biggest breast I've ever seen in my life. I looked that... her up. Oh, I'm sorry. Keep going. No, you look up. What's up? Oh, well, I mean, I said she had to be a porn star. I was right. Her name is Pandora Peaks. Peaks is right. Pandora, and valleys. That was very upsetting. They were really... <laughs> That's very scary like, it's, looking. It's impossible to describe these breasts. Like, Bigger is not always better, like people. They were like, <laughs> each one was the size of like a basketball. And yeah. it looked like a basketball. Yeah. It, it really good. just looked like someone had like cut open her breasts, shoved in two basketballs, and was like, sexy. All right. Only thing she was missed, like, I don't, I don't blame her when they tried to get them to fight in creamed in corn. Creamed corn. And she was like, I ain't getting these babies in the cream corn. I was like, I don't blame you. Probably she invested a lot of money in those. Pay top dollar for those. Probably should have gotten a refund, but so yeah, she so she so and this the eager beaver. Uh, I am not a connoisseur of strip clubs. I've only been dragged to a couple in my life. But he was very uncomfortable. He was very upset. <laughs> I, I, I don't like them. I don't like strip clubs. It's just I guess that's I'm not that much of a man. I don't know, but. I, I don't believe that strip clubs are conceptual interpretive dance theaters <laughs> with titties. Because oh, that's exactly what this God. is. Apparently, the strippers get to choose what music they do. Their, their dance routine. This one woman was basically a fucking cat. I thought we had somehow basically, changed the channel to cats. I cats again. She had the I was cats like, oh, costume. No. She had the costume. She had the full face makeup. And uh, we'll get into... She's got a professional makeup artist in the dressing room? We'll like get it. We'll... No, artist? she was doing it herself. She Like, wow. in front of the mirror. Well, you know, she probably had a, an elaborate backstory about how she wanted to be, like, a Hollywood <laughs> makeup artist. Like, <laughs> something like that. And now, I'll, we'll get into... De- so, and actually, you know, I'm just going to mention out. So, Demi Moore, we see her strip in the club three times. The first time, you know, fairly... St- I mean, she could... But, 
actually, I can't even say fairly standard. Like, all the lights are down, and then, like, the lights come on, and her in, like, this, like, business suit with, like, this cigarette. Like, it's, she's got this elaborate, like, dance that she has going I on. I like that outfit. <laughs> okay, and then Jerry was just like, is this a thing? Like, um, you know, are there, like, numbers and, like, uh, themes and costumes? And Hope and I were, like, not at a regular strip club, but when it's a male review, because we've been to a few... Yeah, you know, yeah, women, need a, women need a little something more, I guess. we got to have a fucking story. When we went to Chippendales, they they did like a Grease number. They had a whole car on the stage. It was amazing. <laughs> well, her, hers are just fucking productions. Like, we see... But this is... So this is the scene that during this striptease, we don't even see her breasts during this one because she gets down to her very elaborate bra. Bustier. Fine, bustier. <laughs> this is also this is this is whenever a big bachelor party comes in, and at first the guy's like, "No, oh I don't God. want, I don't want to come in here, guys." Blah blah blah. But then he gets drunk, and he gets up and just starts like, like he grabs onto like her her like legs and stuff. And yeah, he's that like, was weird. He's like, "You're beautiful. I love you." The bouncer, by the way, played by Ving Rhames, not doing his goddamn job. He's just hanging out in the back. With his monkey that they never explained why he has a monkey. The monkey. What is that monkey story? I need to know how that monkey I like to got think into that, that strip club. I like to think that's the same monkey from Friends. Like that monkey was getting consistent Marcel. work. Marcel. Marcel. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the actor's name is. The monkey actor. But yeah, they never. Is that was that Ving Rhames's uh, monkey? Yeah, that was Ving Rhames. I forgot monkey. the bouncer's the character's name. Uh, Shad. Shad. Yeah, how can I forget? We just they, talked about how they said it 30 times yeah, in the movie. Hope, <laughs> even, even though they said this guy's name so many times, Hope is looking at the credits. He's like, oh, so his name was Shad. I was like, yes. I mean, I obviously just forgot it too. That, that'd be like you forgetting uh, Demi Moore's stage name. Aaron Grant. They said it all the time. They said it a lot. Okay. And she wondered how people were able to like invade her privacy. How did they and find, find me? Out how did you find me? How did they find out stuff about me? How did you know I was going? It's like because you use your real name, bitch. <laughs> you can't use your real name in a strip club. It kind of makes me think of like, uh, is it Street Fighter that everyone has like weird names, and then the one guy's name is like Johnny Cage? I'm like, okay. No, you're thinking of Mortal, Mortal Kombat. Kombat. Oh, okay. Yeah, in Street Fighter, everyone pretty much just uses, like, everyone is just their name. Unless they have some weird-ass name, like, like, uh, Blanca. But for the most part, in, like, Street Fighter, it's just their character. There's no real, like, pseudonyms. Hmm. But anyway, so, yeah, this, so, Ving Rhames, who I will mention once again, he is the best part of this entire fucking movie. Ving like, Rhames is amazing. He had, yes. I think he had fun doing this movie, just because... He was like he didn't really have to try. There's a scene where he goes into his lawyer's office, which is above a video store for some reason, with a friggin' um, screw, a power drill, power, power drill, drill, and just uses it like it's a gun. I mean, he doesn't kill anyone. He, he just threatens them. Instead of firing a warning shot into the wall, he tries to drill into the he's wall just... to warn his lawyer that he's pissed at him. <laughs> yeah, he has this whole thing with his shady-ass lawyer about how he's going to put a roach in a yogurt and eat it and then, I guess, get money by the yogurt company. And claim his hair fell out from the shock. Ving Rhames is bald, so I guess that was their plan. Oh, I, like, just got that joke. Okay. Oh, my uh, God. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, what? His name was Shad? <laughs> But yeah, anyway, whatever. That didn't work, so then he can't try to come up with a new way to get money. Uh, which is like a whole thing. There's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of blackmail in this movie. Yeah, and uh, so so back back in the club, uh, there's this bachelor party. There's uh, 
Demi Moore is dancing, and then the like I guess I won't really call him the antagonist because he's kind of just like the bumbling idiot that things just happen around him. Burt Reynolds plays a congressman, oh. plays a Republican congressman who is gross, is just a Republican congressman. He's Matt Gates essentially, except not with you know children. Oh, yeah, he um. So he's in the, yeah he's in the strip the club his his aide his aide like goes to the bathroom and within that five minutes, uh he's he's fallen in love with Demi Moore at as she's stripping. Would we call that love? In his mind, in it his is. Mind. In his mind, it is. So everyone like when she comes on stage, everyone's like, yeah, it's Erin, but the one that never takes her clothes off, but. But she's got such amazing, like, like the storylines of her strips are just so amazing, I Everybody guess. Everybody loves her sad-ass music, but especially <laughs> oh, Jerry, her kind of stalker, who just drinks water and watches her strip every weekend, and then also the congressman, who I guess it was love at first sight or something. Yeah, so the, the Bachelor, he's up there, like, he's, he's touching a stripper, which that should have been immediately, like... That that's a that's a no no in strip clubs, as far as I know. Yeah, like, they you can do touch not, you. You can't touch them. You do not touch them. And I mean, I probably could. Burt Reynolds, he gets mad, and so he just <laughs> sp- like, he beats him with. That I just saw for the first time <laughs> ten seconds. He ago. grabs a champagne bottle and then just like beats the guy over the head with it, and then finally Ving Rhames gets his ass out there and he bounces them out of the club. But uh, Jerry recognized the the set, the congressman. And he, he stupidly shouted, hey, good, like, way to go, Dave. Because his name is, like, Dave uh, Dilbeck, I think. Yeah. Yes. Is his character's name. The only reason I remember that is because his name is Dilbeck. If you take out the L-B-E, his name is Dave Dick. Oh, well, that's a, that's a lot to get to that. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, a long long way that's actually not that long of a way. You take out three letters. I think that might have been the joke they were going for okay. in 1996. And also, the thing I thought was weird, well, everything was weird about this scene, but I thought was weird is this guy in his bachelor party, him and all the guys were dressed in suits, and I was like, did they just come from the wedding? Are we they're, sure? They're, they're classy. Maybe they just got off from work. Is that what? Out. Okay, you gotta plan your bachelor party better then. I'm just hey, saying. Barney would wear a suit at, to a bachelor party. Maybe these guys were just suiting up. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, they were just suiting up. So anyway. So that happens. That whole incident happens. <laughs> and at this point, after after that happens, I think the next thing that happens is we, we get introduced to um, the ex-husband, uh, Demi Moore's ex-husband, and her daughter. Apparently he runs a scam where he just dresses where he just puts on like a white lab coat and he has a stethoscope. <laughs> he dresses up as a doctor, goes into hospitals, and he has his daughter just sit in a wheelchair and then he just like wheels her around until finally he wheels her out, steals the wheelchair, and then I guess he resells those. Yeah, his van said medical supplies. <laughs> yeah, the fair price medical supplies. Yeah. And, um, and that's what he does. He's going to make a profit, no matter what he sells it for. But yeah, it's just... And also, uh, we talk about this a lot. We talked about it a lot when we were watching this movie, but there's just no way that Demi Moore would marry this guy. Yeah, no, no way. It just no. doesn't make any sense that they were married. Yeah, I, I imagine it was... Like, they might have been, like, high school sweethearts, and maybe she got knocked up, and so it was like a shotgun wedding for a while, but then, you know, she realized... This is not going to work. 
It's just that he's just like a piece of shit. He's, he's not worst. even hot. I don't get he's it. He's not very. He comes from his family's crazy. His sister raises wolves. Or at least maybe park. maybe not and raises, he, just has wolves. Is she just try? I guess she she found some wolf cubs and just took them home it's and possible. tried to, to no, tame them. She said she had a wolf, and then her wolf had a litter. Sure. But but the question is. How did she get the initial wolf? That is, that's the mystery. That is a good question, my friend, and I wish I knew the answer, but I do not. So, but yeah, it seems like the only reason that he, this, uh, this dad got custody, got, got custody is because good old boy Judge liked mm-hmm. that he used to be the finest running back he'd ever seen or something in like high school or some Yeah, shit. they must have been high school sweethearts because maybe, maybe when he was like, playing football and not doing drugs maybe he looked better you know because their daughter their daughter was their daughter was seven and i imagine demi moore's character was probably supposed to be around like what what would you guys say like 20s like seven like early 20s yeah yeah oh yeah also the daughter was played by demi moore's actual daughter rumor willis Terrible actress, by the way. Terrible child actress. Did not did not believe this child. At I all. actually believed that child. <laughs> oh, did I tell you I actually saw a baby actor that was believable? What? But no, it wasn't a real baby. I'm just kidding. But no, you gotta watch. If you haven't seen, you gotta watch Raya and the Last Dragon. It's so good. Well, animated babies don't count. <laughs> animated yes, babies don't it count. It was an animated baby. I was like, this baby knows what it's doing. Finally, there's a good baby actor. <laughs> It's hilarious and wonderful. You gotta watch it. Okay, moving so, on. So, and, and uh, this, this, the dad being a piece of shit, he keeps like moving from like, I guess, from different like piece of shit house to piece of shit house to piece of shit house, and constantly changing his phone number because this is, you know, it's the '90s. You see, so a phone number is connected to a place, yeah, not a person. That's how it used to be, kids. I know, <laughs> kids, insane. So she's just not able to ever get in touch, and because and he keeps lying to their daughter, saying that, oh yeah, I talked to mommy. She said she's too busy to call you, blah, blah, blah. So she ends up going to, this is when we meet the sister. She ends up going to try to track down her, try to track him down. So she goes to the sister, and the sister's creepy-ass husband starts immediately, like, asking her to whore herself out. Yeah. He's like, so uh, the guy's down at the nuclear plant because he works, I guess, at the nuclear well, plant. I thought he had like a cop uniform. I guess it was maybe a security guard. Maybe nuclear plant. He was like, yeah, the guys at the nuclear plant were asking if you do uh, private parties, and that's going to be a, a thing constantly in this. That all the men refer to the strippers, all the bad guys refer to the strippers basically as whores or dumb whores or dumb women. Because I guess that was the mentality: is that if you're a stripper, you, you must, must be you, stupid. You, you must be stupid and slash a whore. Yeah, I mean, this, like we said, this movie is dripping with misogyny. But I mean, I guess it's kind of like one of those situations where they're trying to make a point about it. You know, like they're trying to say it's bad. It was still upsetting them. I mean, just v- too v- much of it. V- v- just Ving Rhames, though. Ving Rhames as the bouncer, he is very, very like protective and forward-thinking because anytime someone refers to them by their job title stripper he's like nah now nah, you shut the fuck up the dances and in Demi's more case Demi Moore's case I think he might be correct because she because it was <laughs> she it was in- like it was like the final project in a college interpretive dance class the whenever s- she did that one performance the second time we see her strip it's, it's after the scene where she finally met she stole some mail from uh 
her ex-husband's sister, you know, sponsored by Bell South. She stole some mail <laughs> from them to figure out the phone number that had been calling, and she, I guess, reverse engineered the phone number to the address. Somehow. And she got there, but oh no, he's already taken her somewhere else. So she's sad in that scene, and it immediately transitions into the saddest stripping Can you imagine? Ever. <laughs> I can't imagine being in a strip club in that. And you paid money to go see a dancer, and she's just extremely depressed. <laughs> she, like, she's like, right? She's like, yeah, I can't get custody of my daughter. What, she's dancing on me? <laughs> <laughs> so she's just, like, dancing to the saddest music ever. It's, it's just, like it's a real boner it's like making, making her ass clap and be like, my grandmother just died. It's really <laughs> affecting me. <laughs> like, like they're saying, it was very much just this slow, interpretive dance type. And the boss... Seems okay with it. <laughs> At least they, they commented. Like, the boss was like, guys love you, even though you pick out shitty music. Like, and I'm like, thank you, <laughs> creepy strip club guy. That her music does suck. Hey, the strip club guy next to, other than Bing Rames, would have been, was like, one of the better men in the movie. Well, just not saying much, but yeah, no, not I mean, saying much. But he did. He they did dress him like typical like grease ball kind of guy like though, wearing, wearing those like seventies suits yeah, and like and his the hair always like back and shit. Yeah, Bing oh. Rames actually cared about women as people, which I love that part whenever, uh, what was it the, um, oh, it was Jerry, like the guy Jerry, he was like, I want to help this girl out, and uh, they were like, why are you sleeping with her? And he's like, no, and they were like, oh, well then why do you care? Oh, no, no, it was, it was uh, the, Burt Reynolds was talking to like his his right hand man, like the main uh-huh. antagonist guy, and he was like, he's like, this guy, he's like, He's like he he, re- he wants you to. It's like give him some money. He's gonna tell us. He's gonna tell that he saw you beat the shit out of that guy. And he's like, oh, he doesn't want any money. He's like, well, what does he want? He's like, he wants you to help her get her kid back. And Burrell's like, is he is he doing her? And he's like, no, he just wants to help her. And he's like, but why? <laughs> <laughs> Are women people? And then the guy's response is because he's a fucking nut job. Yeah, he was like, I don't know, he's fucking crazy. <laughs> So only a crazy, crazy person would want to help a woman who's lost a child. Now, to be fair, Jerry not get anything. Jerry back. did do something creepy, and like in a to previous be- scene, he waited for her to get off of her shift, brought her some flowers. I like, walked right up to her and was like, "Hey, I can help you, like you know, get your daughter back. I, I know some things. I'm gonna go try to help you out." And she's like, "Okay, great, yeah, bye." Yeah, don't don't get me wrong. Jerry's not an angel. He had a shrine. He had all these pictures of her in his house. Apparently. He was creepy. And when was he taking all these pictures? Uh, over the eight weeks that she started well, stripping there. I don't know. I mean, she, she used her full legal name. He probably looked her up somewhere and got a bunch of pictures of her. This is 1996, though. Oh, yeah. So, you can't do that Google yeah, That is not yeah. a thing. <laughs> he could have looked her up... Or maybe he just looked her up in the Bell South phone book and got her address and just... Formerly known as Southern Bell. Formerly known. I remember that. That's, how old, I, that's how old I am, kids. <laughs> so Jerry goes... His plan is to go talk to the uh, senator and I guess essentially blackmail him to do uh, to talk to this judge who apparently, though, was a Democrat so he wasn't going to listen to the, the congressperson anyway. And then the next scene, we get this... We don't know who he is, but we just see... There's a cop with his family at his lake house. 
She's having a good time. His son then, he, he's with his wife, who is the, you said it was the mom in what? Oh, she was the, the mom, mom from Titanic. Titanic. Oh, the and mo- that's like all I know her as, but she was just like that mean-ass mom. Oh, yeah, and we also, I also mentioned um, the ex-husband's sister. sister is the wife of the, the farmer who dies in Men in Black. And again, that's the only thing I can think of her thing. as from. Yeah. She was the lady in uh, Men in Black that got flashy thing like ten times. <laughs> Apparently it didn't work too well for her. If this was the relationship she had, she got after. No, that tracks. That 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 is, this is definitely someone she would choose. This is how her life would be. Whenever when her brain got fried by Will she Smith. She actually downgraded. She had a whole farm. And now she went down to a trailer with a. With an old car in the yard and a pack of wolves. Actually, maybe that's not. I mean, that's not great. That's wolves. That's <laughs> anyway. She so, takes care of those wolves. She gets some medicine and everything. So we got this guy who we know now, who we will know later, is a cop who works for Homicide for Florida, and his the cop, his wife, and then their son just runs up like, Dad, we got a floater. Like, he said it so casually as if he just found it. If he just like caught a fish. Like, Dad, look at this fish. Oh, but he said it like, Dad, look at this floater. This is a dead man in the water. And this kid, really this kid has seen some shit. That's I, bet, <laughs> I bet every kid is like that now. They probably all listen to true crime podcasts like me. They're probably like, yep. Or, you know, play violent video games according to Congress. It's desensitizing our children. Yeah. I'd be a little you know, worried if my kid came up and was like, Mom, there's a floater in the water, and he wasn't talking about a piece of poop. I'd be like, um... I'd be worried if my kid was telling me they saw poop also. Uh, like, get, get out of the lake. Literally Ashton keep... Phoenix, get out of the lake. Literally keep that shit to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, turns out Jerry got murdered. And yeah, so, he tried to help a dancer out just because he was being nice and also he was obsessed with her and crazy. But yeah, and he got murdered for it. Poor Jerry. Now, once again, Jerry did seem to be a really creepy guy, but he also like they kept like Hope kept saying like, "Oh yeah, probably going to end he was probably going to end up being like a nice guy anyway." And I'm like, "Maybe he was actually being a well, nice guy." He had a shrine to her. I'm not saying he room. wasn't creepy. I'm not saying he wasn't creepy, but it's possible he really did just want to help her because he had a weird, like, there were two kinds of uh, obsessions that we saw. We saw Jerry, and then we saw Burt Reynolds. Sure, compared to Burt Reynolds' character, he was not creepy. (laughs) Oh, yeah, Burt Reynolds is, like, the worst in this movie. You know, if if this had worked out and he, he helped her and she got the custody back and then they were friends, it would be very nice, you know, for like a couple of months, but then she wouldn't sleep with him and then he'd be like, I did so much for you, you don't care about me, and then they wouldn't be friends anymore. <laughs> that is one possibility. <laughs> so, I know the type. <laughs> so I think, I think uh, I don't know, the next thing of, it, of importance that happens is um, she gets one. She she finally gets to visit with her daughter, but it's only for like two hours. She gets she gets two hours every once every two weeks. What the fuck kind of visitation is that? If by she the way, can track them down. They were just like, hey, he's a drug addict and a criminal, but you don't have a job, so you yeah, only get you're to see clearly her, the worst. You only get to see her for four hours a month. Oh my god! And uh, so, and on Easter Sunday. When oh, they're yeah. both in their cutest like, dresses. Of course. Oh my like, God. I forgot he said that. Jesus. Do the accent again, Hope. Oh, uh, it's up on Easter Sunday. That's pretty good. Better than my accents. 
<laughs> well, I mean, that once again, that's like comparing Jerry to Burt Reynolds in <laughs> terms of creepiness. <laughs> Neither are good, but one is just, worse. I was just being modest. My accents are great. <laughs> so, oh, hold on. Oh, yeah, so this is when, I, I mean, nothing much really happens except that she that her daughter tells her about uh, the dad's racket of stealing wheelchairs. That's really all that happens there. The next thing, she's stripping, sad, no, she's, she's not sad stripping, because she's not, like, doing her set, but the, the cop shows up at her job, immediately accuses her of being a whore, and she is rightfully angry about that. <laughs> yeah, people make a lot of assumptions about strippers in this movie. Yeah. Wait, was he, he was saying that because, uh... Because Jerry had, a, like, a shrine to her, right. so he just assumed, it's like, oh, this guy had a bunch of pictures of you, you sucked his dick, right? I mean, yeah. That's what he thought. Okay, got it. So, she okay. gets she gets mad. He kind of apologizes, but not really, because he still kind of looks like a smug douche whenever he says, yeah, yeah, okay, sorry. Yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess the detective was, like, another guy that was, like, kind of okay, but it, there was this initial thing, though, that kind of... Yeah, sucked. initially he was terrible, but then he also, then, I guess, gets tr- pulled into her, like, her magic titties, and now... Like Bing Reigns, he's like, I will die for this woman. He's like, left his family in the cabin. Left his family. He like, he's like, vacation's over. Why did he even introduce that he had a family? Makes no sense we in this We never movie. see them We again. never see them or even hear about them again. There's probably some lost footage or something. <laughs> There's, There's not lost footage. There's but, gotta be lost footage. Okay, oh, well, to, to be detective... fair, we didn't watch the uncut version. We just yeah, we watched... had the option, but Jerry <laughs> decided that we couldn't watch the uncut version. Yeah, there Jerry. needs to be some mystery left in this movie. I mean, that's probably a good call because I think I regret watching the uncut version of uh, Dirty Grandpa. Oh my god. <laughs> Okay, so still this haven't detective... Gotten any, still haven't gotten any answers, by the way, viewers, about was there actually implied child sex in the un, is the in the theatrical version of Dirty Grandpa? We asked you to help us, <laughs> and you've done nothing. <laughs> yeah, that was creepy. That okay. was really weird. This but de- anyway. This detective in striptease, uh, y'all got some great value Sylvester Stallone vibes, because I did. Look, I, for like, a minute, I thought he was Sylvester Stallone. There was a lot of great value, a lot of kids. Like, even Burt Reynolds, I was getting great value Burt Reynolds. Because <laughs> <laughs> he had no facial he had hair. He mustache, it was, it was weird. No facial hair. It was, it, was just, it was just really weird. And then, I, he was phoning it in. Like, he was phoning it in from Bell South. This entire, <laughs> this entire movie. I don't think he was phoning it. I think he was having a good time. But when we say this guy was creepy... Here's some of the things that he that he did. One, he, he beat the shit out of that uh, guy just for touching, which he did what the bouncer was supposed to do, which was get someone to stop touching the stripper. Sorry, dancer. Don't want Bing Rames coming after me. Right? He will, too. And But then he gets his aide to follow her to a laundromat to get some of her lint oh from her, my God, from her freshly so laundered okay. clothes, and then he fucked it by his own admission. And that... By his own admission, when he tells her later, she's like, what did you do with that line? He was like, well, I made love to it. That was one of my favorite. He was like, well, I'm afraid I made love to it. That's one of my favorite lines in the movie. This and dude fucked dryer lips. That's not sanitary. He better clean. Oh, okay. You have to mention that he was, um, that he, the poor intern who had to Vaseline him up from top to bottom for that scene. No, he didn't do... Oh, oh, you mean like in real the, life? The, the actual yeah. intern. Yeah, the actual poor intern who probably had to oil him up. I don't and know. Vi- he had Vaseline. Did they even go that far? 
hard to think. Did he really have Vaseline? I couldn't. I'd tell. like to think he, he really was had it. Shit. I think he really had Vaseline. I, I, I thought he was like, like, I'm a method actor. I gotta have Vaseline squishing between my toes. Which was an actual line that he said. It's like, I feel it squishing in my toes. So there's a couple things about this, like, that I wanted to mention. Uh, The music in this movie is just... Very inconsistent. Well, like, there's this, like, wacky, like, family-friendly, like... I thought it was, like, the Flubber soundtrack. It was weird. But I guess it's supposed to be more of a comedy than a drama, I guess. Like, during some of... Like, there were some tense, that quote-unquote tense scenes, but it had almost (laughs) Scooby-Doo-esque music, where it was like, it's a mystery, but lighthearted. You know, it's probably old man Jenkins. And then when she shows up to, like, get her daughter, but she's gone, she's not at the house anymore... She has that weird, sun-dappled memory of her daughter running slowly. That, oh my god! <laughs> she remembers her daughter just running for four seconds. The tall dress. And I was like, oh, could you, could you not have just put her on a swing? Could you not have just had her remember pushing her daughter on a swing? Just lazy-ass cinematography. Yeah. It was, uh... Yeah, the music just didn't... Half the music in this movie did not match the scenes that were going on. And then, another, okay, so we mentioned that the job that she had prior to this uh, was secretary for the FBI. She specifically said she was a secretary for the FBI. Mm-hmm. Apparently this made her a full-fledged FBI agent because whenever the detective came to talk to her about uh, finding Jerry murdered, he, he was like, he's like, well, uh, he's like, I'm homicide. She was like, homicide? I thought he drowned. He was like, yeah, but we ran the water in his lungs. It was clean. And she was like, that means it was tap water. <laughs> so they just dr- they drowned him with tap water, like they drowned him in a tub or something. Yeah, and then they put. Him but in here's the, the lake. thing: they were going to throw him in the lake anyway. Drown him in the lake. You're literally going to throw him into the lake anyway. But they're going to drown him Jared, with tap water. Jared didn't look too strong. Just keep him subdued and tied up. Give him to the lake. You drown him there. Knock him out. Tie tie. I mean, I two cement blocks this, to his feet. Boom. Throw him in the but lake. The police do investigate shit. So they were gonna I don't find think they out. realize that police investigate shit because they just like, they're just killing people left and right. And so it didn't really make. I don't know. Apparently, also in what is it, Fort Lauderdale? When it takes Fort Lauderdale, place, yeah. There's only one police officer that responds anytime anything happens when it comes to Demi Moore. Yeah. Well, he probably also, he probably requested that specifically after you know seeing her that one time and calling her a whore. Were they in that when they were on, when he was on vacation with his family? It was like a log cabin on a lake. Was that in Florida? I I guess it just looked because he he got back to Fort Lauderdale really quick. That's what I was he confused did. about. Uh, it looked too because I mean I was like, what are the odds that this family vacationing in Virginia or whatever? Like he lives in Florida and lives where she lives, but no, I guess there are idyllic log cabins and lakes. And I just can't imagine something nice in Florida. That's all. It's sorry, it's, it's, sorry it's, Florida. It's re- <laughs> not sorry, Florida. Oh, Do wait, better. I guess Disney World's okay. <laughs> Universal Studios is amazing. I so. love Universal Studios. It's so hot in Florida, though. It is, and Florida does get. Like Orlando, especially, is ghetto real fast. You gotta know where to stay. <laughs> all right. Well, luckily, we don't have any listeners in Florida, so this is this is all fine. <laughs> we see our we see our demographics. We know you're not listening. So, uh, so Jerry's dead. Uh, the homicide detective has talked to her, and then oh, she also asks him to get. So another thing that for some reason the judge took this into account whenever giving custody to her ex is that he's supposedly a, a, an informant for vice. So, yeah. for, like, drugs and whatnot. Even 
but he's an active drug user, an active criminal. But I guess because he's an informant, they just don't arrest him for any of that shit. I mean, they don't make him go to rehab or anything. They're just Nothing. like, keep doing drugs. Just keep telling us about it. <laughs> but she's like, yeah, could you make him like lose that shit? Like he steals wheelchairs and maybe if, you know, his life falls apart, he, I might get my daughter back. And she's like, and he's like, yeah, sure. I'll do it. I called you a whore. I feel bad. <laughs> that was not his accent. <laughs> it was not, no. Was very... I couldn't tell because he was always talking through a cigar in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. I don't know how he enunciated it, but there had to be some ADR done there. Maybe. I don't think there was a lot of ADR done in this movie, actually. A little bit was definitely because in the scene where the um they get the when the congressman beat the dude with the champagne bottle and they're in the car, for some reason we can hear them talking just like they were like right there when they're in the car and the car is driving away. Yeah, that might, that might okay, be, might so be when there. they're in the car, so it's him and his uh, aide or whatever. Uh, yeah. This is the scene where they're like, um, whenever he's just like, I'm in love, you know, I gotta have her and stuff. And then fucking, he's over here like, I'm ready to settle down and stop fucking around with all these women. I just want to have a wife and a and steady like, mistress. And a steady <laughs> Fucking Councilman Dexart over here. Right? <laughs> Councilman Dexart, you know he can never have one steady mistress. <laughs> he was just like, I'm ready to settle down. We never sold his wife, but uh, she... She, he never went home. I'm pretty she sure she existed. I'm pretty sure she was fucking. Like, I mean, it's not fair for him to be the only one who gets to be go around fucking. Yeah, he she did had, say his wife doesn't she, even like him. She had a piece on the side, a lint piece. She had her own lint. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm not gonna lie. Whenever, because he was telling his aide, he was like, "I need something intimate of hers to, to tie me over, to yeah. tie me over." And he said, "Well, how intimate?" And he was like. Intensely intimate. I thought he was going to I have panties. Yeah, I, see, that's what I thought. Absolutely, I thought he was going to steal a pair of her panties or something, or she's going. She was going to have accidentally left a pair of panties in the dryer. Yeah, because and like not. She checked. was at a public laundromat and he followed her. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, at this point, she's kidnapped her daughter. She's kidnapped her own daughter because if uh, because her husband, her ex husband. It was just a, pe- just a piece of shit. So she kidnapped her own daughter, and she's just she's taking her and doing all this stuff with her. She's also taking her to work with her because she just isn't going to leave her at. She doesn't have a babysitter, and she's not going to leave her at the apartment. And I get she's she's terrified her daughter's going to see her dance. She does, but her daughter her daughter doesn't seem to care. But we now know I did not know that that was her actual like Demi Moore's actual daughter. So Demi Moore's actual daughter. Has seen her mother you know, strip on a, on a movie. Well, I'm sure she's seen her mother naked before that, anyway. I'm, I guess. We've all seen our mothers naked at some point. I um, not. I, I think Hope was referring to women, but I don't know. I don't think I've ever seen my mom naked. I don't know. We were all girls and had stuff with my dad, so I saw everybody's boobs. Everybody? So... Oh, yeah, that's right. You had all sisters. Yes. Okay. So, anyway... <laughs> Uh, let's see what what happens next. Um, basically, the count the the councilman or congressman, he has this uh, little scumbag like right hand man. I I genuinely can't remember what his name is. Let's call him let's call him Dick. So is he part of the Sugar Corporation? Oh, no. no, I don't. I th- actually he might have. So the main thing with this congressman is that apparently he's in bed with this big sugar company that's in Fort Lauderdale, and I guess whenever he's in, con- 
whenever he's in Congress, he does whatever he can to make sure that they're, I guess they don't pay taxes or whatever it is that big corporations want to pay politicians to make sure they don't have to do. Yeah, so he yeah, so he's in bed with the big sugar corporation. Um, and yeah, he will he looks out for them and they look out for him by letting him have sex with all his random girls on their yacht. And then apparently killing them. Cause Well, not always, <laughs> but like when I guess things get too hairy. The one guy like they were having like a meeting on this boat one time and this one guy kept saying like, his solution to everything was apparently just kill it. Um. <laughs> He, he just like, we do not pay. We do not pay ransom. Because he kept, he kept saying, "I'd rather buy cops than pay blackmail." Let's just take care of him. By the way, yes, I did look up yacht rentals in the Austin area, <laughs> <laughs> and it's not. I really love this yacht in this movie. It was beautiful and huge. It's called Big Sugar. It's called Big Sugar. Okay, so obviously there's not a yacht that size available. But we could get a small yacht for only eleven hundred dollars for four hours. <laughs> for four hours. Four whole hours. Wow. I'm just saying we and it can fit seventeen people. There's a bedroom. I don't know what we need. I don't a, even know seven. I don't even know seventeen people. <laughs> I don't know. We need a kitchen and a bathroom and a bedroom and everything for four hours, but we do. That's what I, we're doing next. We, I have, we live <laughs> in a place that has all of those <laughs> things, just, right? Not on the water. This is on the water, though. So it's better. And go sit in that shit. <laughs> Be okay. like, Wee! we're all putting in toward the money for the yacht. <laughs> you this and the summer. voices in your head are all putting in for it because we didn't say shit. I mean, individually speaking, that's not that much money. If you can get 17 people to do it, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <Yeah. high. laughs> no, it's not going to be 17. You know what? I don't have time to do math right now, but it's going to be at least like seven people. That's not that much. Yeah, we could do it. Yacht. Yacht. For a yacht. Whole day. yacht. Four you realize hours? that would be more than a hundred. With seven people, that's easily more than a hundred dollars per person. I, so I got a hundred dollars. <laughs> we don't. <laughs> okay. Anyway, we'll talk about it. So anyway, moving on. We'll, Next we're year gonna, we'll we're get gonna put into this on the back burner. <laughs> yacht, yacht, yacht. That makes about yacht. as much, that makes about as much sense as this movie. That that plan, which is not that much. What happened? What were we talking about? Oh yeah, uh, yachts. <laughs> so the congressperson he's just like obsessed with her so the the right hand man i'm just gonna call him dick his plan is to offer to pay her money to come and give him like a private show because he also wants to figure out he says let's just hope she's another dumb whore or something because he wants to know he wants to kind of figure out what she knows and if she's gonna try to like, cause them any sort of political troubles? Because I guess there's an election in six weeks. The fact that this guy is even up for election, and he goes up to strip clubs apparently, like, all the time and shit. Like, why is it? It can't be that big of a secret. Like, it cannot be a secret that he's frequently Well, apparently it is, because earlier, like, during the, va- right after the Vaseline scene, <laughs> that Vaseline scene was, like, right before he was speaking at, like, the Young Christians, like, <laughs> assembly. <laughs> Yeah, he just came out. He was covered in Vaseline and, like, cut-off shorts and cowboy boots. Fucking a piece of lint, apparently. And then he changed into a suit. And they just came suit. out, they changed into a suit, and he's like, family values. Family. That's, I feel like that's an accurate representation, It was though. pretty funny. Of Republicans, yes. It was pretty funny watching um, the people wipe their hands after he shook their hands. Because he still had Vaseline. Vaseline yeah. <laughs> yeah, gross. 
Oh, wait, I love this part where, um, where, wait, do we get to the part yet where he's, like, uh, trying to woo the Jewish retirees? Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, we're at that part, if you want to talk about it. It is pretty funny. Oh, I mean, it's really not important to the story, but, yeah, he just has this, he's doing this, uh, traditional Jewish dance with all these old Jewish retirees. And he's just saying random words. Like, he's like, Manischewitz. <laughs> I, think, I think he says, like, Shalom, Manischewitz. I used to drink Manischewitz when I was, like, 19. I... Sweet-ass, nasty-ass wine. I thought it was great. I was right there drinking it with you, so. Oh, my God. The blackberry one's pretty good, actually. <laughs> <laughs> As I got older, I started adding, like, water to it. Not because, like, to weaken it, but just because it looked like it's so sweet. I definitely tried to have it again a few years ago and was like, I can't. I don't know it's why. It's like, I'm an adult. I can't do this. <laughs> so, yeah, he's just, you know, piece of shit. Uh, Demi Moore, like, went out to her car, like, after after working one night or something, and her ex-husband was there. He, like, puts a knife to her throat, and he's like, I'm gonna kill you! And she's like, yeah, you're not afraid of the lethal injection at all. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's a thing. But then, <laughs> Bing Rames comes out, break, breaks his arm, and... You know, he gets taken off to prison, but, so, he held, he literally did hold a knife to her throat and threatened to kill her, and apparently, it's just, he spent two days in jail. Yeah, he's not on bail in two days. I'm like, that is not, I don't think that's how it works. Because apparently the, in Fort Lauderdale, you can't remember a lot. And the, the vice, the, the cop, he was not vice, but yeah, the cop, who, once again, this is, like, he just responds to everything. <laughs> He's just <laughs> He's always, always, always around for Demi Moore. Not for his own son or wife. <laughs> He's always around for this woman. Like, did he pay to get in the Sea World just to talk to Demi Moore for, like, five minutes? I feel like his wife calls and he's like, little Johnny's having nightmares from finding that dead body in the lake. He's like, oh, okay, I'll be home in a few days. <laughs> He's, like, He's like, sorry, have you seen Demi Moore? I'm going to be spending some time with this bitch for a while. <laughs> Which, I, once again, she looks great in this movie. I love to talk about how misogynist in the movie is, and then you call her a bitch. I was saying it from his perspective, from him being the actor. Oh, okay. Sure you were. <laughs> Let's just go with that. It's a hard habit to get out of. I say this bitch a lot. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I say bitch a lot. Oh, so, so, yeah. so, like, he goes to jail. Things seem like they're going okay for a while. Oh, the, the judge... See, now she's in kind of a pickle because the the judge that she was trying to appeal to, she had an appeal coming up in like uh, like six weeks or something. Yes. But then he had a heart attack at a strip club oh my God. and died. No, and, at a porn theater. Oh, oh yeah, yeah porn, porn theater. theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never been to a porn theater. I didn't know they still had a porn theater even in the 90s. In 19... I'm sure, yeah. Yeah, isn't that where Pee Wee Herman was? Um, oh, yeah. That was such a fucked up arrest. Let the but to, hey, the movie nothing's, wrong, nothing's wrong with being in a porn theater. I mean, that's literally what they're there for. Exactly. Who goes, who goes to a porn theater and doesn't masturbate? I don't understand what the point Who's is. Who's there for the plot? <laughs> and I remember that whole thing blew up until people started saying that he like molested a kid or something. And I'm like, that is not what happened, people. Watch the news. Yeah. That is not what happened. Have you ever even seen Huge Jugs 13? There are no <laughs> kids in it. <laughs> it says so on the disclaimer. So, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah. 
So now she's not going to be able to get another appeal for like six months or some yeah. shit. Some ridiculous That's amount of time. That's what the cop estimated. That's is this the when she decides she has to get her kid out of that horrible situation or does she already kidnap She's him? already, so she's already kidnapped her kid. She's already kidnapped him. And then, her. her and then she gets a note saying, this is whenever she co- comes home, gets a note saying that, you know, she'll get, she can get paid $2,000 in 1996 money. So... Just take into account, yeah, you might not think $2,000 for one hour of stripping is a lot nowadays, but this uh, is... Uh, I mean, I'd do it, probably. Once again, I'd though, 1996 $2, money, though, I don't know that's how about, like, $10,000. I don't know how it was... $10,000? Yes, inflation's insane. Did you insane. look up the inflation? I did not. Oh, okay. I mean, I can. <laughs> I'm estimating. I'm estimating. You just sounded very confident. Okay. It's so like $30,000. I would do it. I'd strip for an hour for 2000 but I just don't know how the fuck I'd fill up an hour. What are you going exactly. to do for an hour? She didn't fill up an hour. She was not on that boat for an hour. Yeah, to take an interview. Like I said, she only earned $500, tops. Oh, sorry. So $2,000 in 1996 is worth... $3,431 Yeah. I, that's, that sounds... That's still, hey, that's still a $1,000 increase. I know. What if someone was like, I want you to strip for me for an hour for $3,041. <laughs> Precisely. And I'm like, what is this, 1996? <laughs> but, so yeah, she doesn't even fill up the entire hour. And she also like smashes his hand because he's... Because this is whenever he tells her that he fucked her linen... Lint. Her, her lint. Yeah, that's pretty fucked up. And she's like, he's like, don't you have ever made my personal life again? I will kill you. And he's like, okay, that's fine. And she leaves after like 20 minutes. But we do get like, fine, this is like the first like real shot of her breasts we get like in the entire movie. Didn't she do it on stage once before this? She, she did. She, she did, she but this is the one. first time when the camera just like kind of like sat there and focused. Like she was dancing, but this was also whenever like whenever her daughter kind of like saw her even though apparently like the 10 strippers backstage were supposed to be watching her they all had other shit to do I yeah. told you they that... had costumes and makeup and everything choreography choreography those are busy women well, that one girl had that whole cat costume she had to apply to her body. Yeah, you know, that probably took at least half an hour. Do you think she did different animals throughout the week though? Like just that day was cat and then she I don't did... know. She was pretty good at cat. She was like meh <laughs> she even had a cat-based song. I don't remember that. I remember her meowing. Jellicle cats, Jellicle cats. Oh my god! Stop it! Jellicle stop cats. it! We never did finish watching cats, and I'm not gonna. Did Hope? Did you? I no. tried. I tried twice, and I just couldn't. Nope. The only thing good about cats was Jennifer um, Hudson. Jennifer Hudson's that one famous song from the really famous song from the musical that she sings yeah and um Jason Derulo actually seemed like he was genuinely having fun hmm I bet he was having fun so anyway <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sorry he was ridiculous I didn't I didn't finish watching it though maybe it has an emotional ending maybe it's a great movie nope anyway <laughs> so she gets paid a lot of money to do almost nothing and she the, dances on this coffee table in the yacht we should rent a yacht and <laughs> Every time we're going to ever hear the word yacht, she's going to say, yeah, we should definitely rent a yacht. And, uh, but yeah, she only dances for like 10 minutes and then she gets creeped out. I mean, rightfully, because he fucked her lint. And told, he, I guess he thought telling her this was going to be like, she'd be like, oh my God, you fucked my lint? That's so sweet. I always wanted a man. My ex-husband never fucked my lint. I'm going to be like, now I'm definitely not going to sleep with you. Get that lint dick away from me. (laughs) 
He's like, did you did you lit roll that shit? <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> okay, so, so she I'm leaves, just imagining so I'm imagining to, lint dick right so now. So she goes to leave the yacht that we should rent, and she the guy like the, the guy hand man or whatever is out there. Yeah, he basically says, "Yeah, don't tell anybody about this, or else you know we're gonna have your daughter sent to a fucking uh, state home where there's creepy people, blah blah blah, veiled threats." I would be like, I'm not gonna tell anyone about this. I want this night. I wish this night never happened. Right? This guy is horrible and creepy. And so she drives off. Oh, she brought Shad with her the first time as yes, like protection. And she, they were Good like, call. he can't come in. She's like, if he did, if he can't stay, I'm not staying. Honestly, that's a good call. I'm not going to go to some creepy meetup with some weird senator. On a boat? On a boat without someone to protect me. The boat was docked, though. You well, can undock a boat. <laughs> it's literally just a rope tied to the dock. Okay, here's the thing. Can you undock a boat? Do you know how boat? boats work? Can you undock a boat? Only one way to find out. We rent a yacht. <laughs> Have you ever been on a boat? No, let's go on one. Let's rent a yacht. You were on a boat like last year. You <laughs> he doesn't know that. <laughs> so she gets, I guess she gets her $2,000. Meanwhile, her ex is now planning revenge in some uh, vague way. I don't know what was... Like, ex, that storyline went off the rails. Oh, whenever he, he tried to... When he tried to kill her, essentially, in her car, Ving Rhames, like, broke his arm, basically. Yeah, and... But instead of going to a hospital, he had his crazy sister fucking set it with a golf club or something? Yeah, yeah. she basically just tied a golf club to it, to it to, I guess, set it. So now he's got just a fucking golf club just He's attacked. literally just has a golf club <laughs> tied to his arm, and then she gave him wolf pain pills. Wolf morphine. And he took too many. He took all of them, so now, for the, the rest of the time this we see him, is he's amazing. high as fuck. <laughs> Oh yeah, for the rest of it, he's high and I think maybe drunk and just doing too much. And he does uh, too much for the rest of the movie. So they offer they offer Demi Moore five thousand to come back like the next day, and so she comes back, but she doesn't bring Ving Rains. But she's also gotten this whole like weird ass plan together. We saw that she spent apparently all night using the Bell South phone book to call a bunch of news places. And then she, apparently she just finds the phone number for CNN in the phone book and says, "Hi, Hi CNN. CNN." Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> de- definitely a. That's like my favorite. Which is like, "Hello, CNN." It's like she just dialed one eight hundred CNN to get to the. And she got directly to the news producer's desk. And you know what? She, it's like because Bell because uh, Bell South is just so good. Just quality quality <laughs> products. Right there. Quality product. <laughs> Hashtag not sponsored. She's like, wow, that was such a this is such a clear connection. Thanks, Bell South. <laughs> Winks at the camera. <laughs> but I, I guess she's setting up. Uh, she's like, yeah, there's gonna like the con the the congressman is holding a press conference at this old sugar factory. It's like, is he Rudy Giuliani? And he's holding press conferences. Oh, he's yeah, at the <laughs> at the, uh, the the landscaping place, the Four Seasons the landscaping. Four Seasons. Uh, such topical humor. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> so she's she's stripping again on the boat, but now 
Because uh, this time he said he would pay her 5000 5000 but And he, he said no sex or touching or anything, but he's like, I expect to get laid for 5000 to, like, his people. Yeah, so he... Well, whenever he said, I'll pay you 5000 to come back, she said, 5000 for no sex, and he was just like, I was like, just seeing you sets my pecker a, a fire. She's like, you should see a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> this movie's great. Some of the dialogue in this movie is... Is absolutely fantastic. I'm sorry. I think my favorite joke is when she meets the meets his like associate, and she's he's like, "I'm his right hand man." And she's like, "You must be very busy then." <laughs> yes. Like there's there's some some genuine gems in the writing for this. Not enough to make it good though. I don't know. I had fun. So that's what's important, right? So she's there. <laughs> she's there stripping. The his uh, his right hand guy is like up. They're like looking through the skylight and like listening, I guess, trying to hear if he says anything stupid. But then the ex comes comes up, you know, drunk and high, beat knocks him out with a golf club, and then he heads down there, starts dancing a little bit for some <laughs> reason. I don't how the ex got to the yacht. Like he followed her or something. He fo- he drove badly, followed them, and then he swam up to the yacht and like climbed up it climbed up the back of it. And he got dry really fast. For someone who's completely soaked. He was completely soaked. And all of a sudden he's like dry as, he's like completely dry. He's like okay. Oh he had the Loki power. Did y'all watch the episode two of Loki? We haven't watched, watched episode, episode one, one yet. Never mind then. She, Moving on. She's, she is making us wait to be able to binge them when they're like five episodes in. Cause I'm so excited. Time Even though it took us an entire like month to watch Falcon and the Winter Soldier after it was already done. Because I like being able to binge it. You, But you didn't binge it! We, we would watch one episode and then you would say, oh, well, that's enough for tonight. Well, Brian likes to watch him. He just likes to watch... He likes to watch it one episode at a time. You know, it's like the anticipation. It doesn't bother me either way, so I, I just do that. He likes to watch them, like, immediately when they come out. I like to be caught yeah. up on things, but I guess I'm weird. Anyway, digressing. I don't like that look you just gave me. <laughs> Digression. She then pulls a gun on both of them, and she uh, had apparently also made friends with the driver, which she sees a black guy driving the car, and then she's like, wait, you speak English? Like, I was like, like, why would you speak okay. English? I feel like there was like a, hopefully there was a scene where he was speaking another language or something, or he had, I don't know. But yeah, I was just like, I don't understand why she's surprised he speaks English. He just looks like a regular American person. I don't know. Like, but yeah, she was shocked and he was just like, sometimes. <laughs> Actually, if the caption was correct on the TV, he said sometime. So I was like, oh, I get it. English isn't his first language. Okay, guys. But how did she glean that from, she was just putting the, her, her makeup on in the back of the car. He like does his rearview mirror to like look at her she catches him and he's like sorry she's like you speak English first of all you don't have to be a, you, you don't have to necessarily be a native English speaker to say sorry but yeah I can say sorry in several languages doesn't mean I speak it but she had no reason to assume he didn't so apparently they're now friends because he because he doesn't like the people he works for so I guess so she pulls a gun takes her ex-husband and this, the congressman hostage, puts them in the car, and then they all drive to this sugar plant. Um, she uses her, like, legal know-how, I guess, to get a oh, piece of paper. 
Oh my god. To have, so dumb. To have her ex-husband write down that I, whatever his name was, something Grant, Daryl Grant, I think. Yeah. Hereby like give custody to. Yes. Hereby give custody. Except he was to, kind of wolf morphine, so he couldn't fucking do and it. Then he actually didn't even like write the whole thing. He was only able to write like. I blah, 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 blah. So she actually wrote the whole thing and then I, I, I guess managed to have him sign it. And that was legally binding somehow? Can you imagine if you just write anything, it's like legally binding? Like, Jerry gave you some cute Valentine's Day coupons for a massage. You take them to court because you didn't get the massage. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did write this on here. It's legally binding. So we, the court, see. Fine for her in the amount of $7.4 million in emotional, <laughs> in emotional damage. Yeah. Emotional damage. She didn't get that fucking massage. She did not baby. get the massage. I wish you would fucking give me some coupons. You're not five. What? That's the thing that couples do. I know Hope hates anything cutesy or romantic. That's true. <laughs> so, she's got... Oh, so hanging up on me like that. So, it was literally just stating a fact. So Burt Reynolds is—he says he's got to go pee. So he and the driver, they—I guess the driver is going to guard him while he goes off and pees. But he ends up knocking out the driver. He comes up, and he like grabs Demi Moore from behind after she somehow got this legally binding contract written out and signed. All you need to do a legally binding contract, I learned today. Is a notepad and a pen. Wasn't even notarized. Well, Jerry said <laughs> it was, was a like, legal pad. I was like, that's just notebook paper. And Jerry goes, well, it is a legal pad. It is a yellow legal pad. That's legally binding. <laughs> it is. So she is tricking him by saying, like, oh, yeah, finally, you're taking me like a man. Yeah. And he's like, well, you know, yeah, I'm Burt Reynolds. And then she somehow set up this, uh, like, uh, one of those old school dual cassette player. It looked it almost looked like a karaoke machine, weirdly, but like it was yeah. a dual cassette player mm-hmm. thing. She somehow set it up to not only play the music that she was like dancing with him to, but also to record him as she was essentially making him confess to the murder of Jerry. Oh, and they also killed Ving Rhames' scumbag lawyer because that's why they did the Jewish thing, because he showed up at the Jewish like wedding thing and tried to blackmail the sent the congressman there, and the then he did, okay. and then he wound up dead. So, and while all of this is happening, while she's doing all of this, meanwhile, back at the Eager Beaver, her daughter and all the strippers and Ving Rhames, they're like playing some kind of board game. The cop comes in, and he's like, "Wait, where's Aaron?" And then. I guess whenever Ving Rhames finally says that he, she went back to this boat, he thinks there's something wrong. So he grabs, so the cop grabs <laughs> Ving Rhames, her daughter, and two strippers, Pen- gets them into the car. Pandora Peaks. <laughs> two dancers. Pandora Peaks, nope. and then some other girl. Okay. And then some other oh, girl. Okay, this, again, this is not important to the story, but the owner of the strip club poached a stripper from the neighboring strip club, the Flesh Farm. The Flesh Farm. Who had her own python named Monty Python? Very well named. Yeah, it is. And then the the snake was killed by the by the by the strip club. Yeah, because she went to a different club. They killed her snake. So they got a replacement snake, which obviously did was not her pet. And tried to strangle her. And we just watched Anaconda, so it brought back some memories for me. Again, not important, (laughs) but amazing. (laughs) 
Yeah, she almost died on stage. The audience was just reacting like, they, they love they like, they like, yeah, this show, like, show was great. They killed in front of you, and you're just sitting there like, bravo, girl. I mean, every every dance is like a drama production, so that how do you mean, know? That's true. <laughs> you, you, you know, you think that's part of the show. So, they, they end up, so, long. they end up getting to the sugar, the sugar factory, whatever, processing plant, at the same time as the the bad the uh, the the right, Dick the right hand man and like his two goons Marco and Carlos or whatever they get they all get there they pull some apparently they now have new orders from the sugar people to kill Demi Moore and the congressperson because they're just tired of dealing with the congressman so they've got guns pulled on them then Ving Rhames shows up with no guns by the way did you know Ving Rhames is a superhero. I didn't until I watched this. He, uh, he just shows up. He, he had guns, all right. <laughs> he just says, hey. And the two guys are like, oh my god, there's a guy over there. And so they're just confused about who to point guns at. Which is stupid, because one of them could have easily pointed a gun at Vimy and the congressman, and one could have pointed a gun at Bing They, I don't think they realized that they had guns, and no one else <laughs> did. Because Bing Raves is just like, you got to tell the count of three to put down the gun. It's like, but, but why, though? He was... At least like thirty feet away from them. <laughs> he was a long way away. But they're like they're they're terrified. Like what? Oh my god! It's Ving Rhames. I'd be terrified of Ving Rhames too. So he ends up getting close to like he just they just let him walk his ass up to them while they're confused about who to shoot. <laughs> Demi Moore run, tries to run away. They both point their guns at Demi Moore. Ving Rhames leaps into the air, does a flying tackle, knocks both of them down, but then the fucking detective shows up, shoots the gun out of the other guy's hand, and then uh, Daryl wakes he had up. He really good aim. He shot him in the finger. Fucking Daryl wakes up. And he's like, oh my oh. god! And here, once again, here's one of the another one of the great lines. He's high as fuck. He's like, I need some coffee. He walks up to this like random box, grab. There was a coffee mug on top of it, so he's like, all right, coffee, black, no sugar. Presses a button, and it just dumps a huge thing of sugar onto the three bad guys. And he was like, I said no sugar. That was, that <laughs> that was, was funny. very. Scooby-Doo shit right Very Scooby-Doo shit. I love how even though all of them were different heights, the the sugar pile only came up to their neck, so they just look hilarious like Bobby heads on top of sugar. Yep. And then the news, even though we heard Demi Moore call CNN, they didn't show up. <laughs> right? Was like, it was just News shit. 4. <laughs> news <laughs> 4 showed up. She was like, hello, CNN. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'll never get over that. I'll never get over that. So but yeah, so like one news van showed up, because CNN was like, how'd you get this number? <laughs> it's like, you're a stripper? Whore? And then they hung up on her, probably. Basically. Sounds about right. So we've got, so the, the news people show up, and they're like, wait, Congressman, didn't you call a press conference? This dude's in his underwear. Like, this, this newswoman shows up. Three guys are in sugar. We've got three strippers, a child, Ving Rhames. And a naked and a half naked congressman, and she's like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> Story yeah. of the year. When you say it like that, it is no shit moment because <laughs> I kind of watching it. I didn't quite put all the people like knowing. It, it, I knew all those people were there, mm-hmm. but when you say it like you just said it, it sounds <laughs> for goddamn ridiculous. Because yeah, it was for goddamn ridiculous. So he gets so the congressperson gets arrested. She apparently has this whole confession on tape, which once again. 
She was recording and playing music, but none of the music showed up on her recording. Someone who was, like, more of a teenager or adult in 1996, let us know if that's possible. I don't think it was. I don't think so either, but now I'm curious. Kind of like how, um, remember in Home Alone 2, his talk boy that he could record apparently perfect audio quality to where he could just, like, play a voice over the phone and fool and fool her? Yeah, my cousin had one that didn't work that way. It did not work that way. Yeah, um, best I could do was a yak bat. <laughs> best I could afford. So, and then that, that was, that's the end of the movie. Like, the bad guys go to jail, and then he's, and then once again, the cops here is like, hey, yeah, if you ever need anything, yeah, give me a call. I think I'll go back on vacation. Probably with that wife who has now left him because he's spending all his time <laughs> with a stripper. How, how long did they rent that cabin for? He's been here at least a week, right? <laughs> <laughs> at something like that. And that, that that's the end of it. Um, we don't know what happened to Daryl because the only we only see the the only people we see going getting put into a police car are the three stooge the three bad guys and then the congressperson. Don't know what happened to Daryl. Don't know how legally binding that hastily he, written legal pad he contract wasn't arrested, was. I thought he was. They didn't show him. Getting they didn't show it. All all they they Demi Moore gets into a car. With Shad driving, and he's like, don't ever do anything like that without me again. And she's like, promise I won't ever. And then we fade to fucking black. And but that's you know, it. she wants to leave her stripper job, I'm sorry, her dancer job, so Dean Rame's just going to be her personal bodyguard? Probably. I don't know. Probably. It seems like he cared mostly about her, not that much about the other girls, because he was always there for her. Hey, he saved the, when, um... She, he saved that one stripper and one dancer from the python, from the uh, python that she thought was a yeah, That was the one other thing he ever did for anyone else. He, like, didn't let her die, so he cared about her life. <laughs> Clearly. I mean, according to some of the men in this movie, that means he, he does care about her life because he didn't let her die. So. And didn't have sex with her, though. So that yeah. means he was a nut job. A nut job. <laughs> And no, that that was it. That was the that was strip tease. It was a lot more fun than I remember. It was it great. It really was. Like I remember I think Hope and I randomly watched it. I wanna say like two or maybe like three years ago. Uh just maybe. I can't remember why, but we I think we randomly watched it. And uh I I still remember like wondering to myself, why the fuck did this strip this strip club owner let her like have her sad interpretive dance strip? Like, I never understood that one. It was pretty, but it was just awkward. Like, she, like, yeah, and, I don't know. It's it's a fun movie. Don't it's du- it's stupid as hell. Feel feelings. Plot doesn't make any fucking sense. It's very convoluted, but it's still, it, it has its fun moments. I want to know what happened when she went back in front of Judge. Well, it was a different Judge. Yeah, I wonder what that Judge said. Ma'am, you cannot. I guess it, I guess it does feel kind of like there's, like, a lack of, like, uh, closure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the resolution was not... Because that one judge was like, oh, you don't have a job. What was this judge going to say? Like, well, you stripped for a while. Huh, take the child away. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is that it's just... It just feels like it just ended without closure, like Summer said. And it's... I'm missing some stuff. Yeah. But, I mean, some of the people... Like... I can't really point to any performance that was bad, per se. Like, Ving Rhames uh, was great in almost every scene that he was in. Mm-hmm. Uh, the drill was my favorite. Uh, Burt Reynolds seemed like favorite. he was enjoying himself, just 
not he like using like one tenth of his acting just just whatever fuck it I'm just Is gonna Brent have some Reynolds fun. Really ever been a great actor? He's better than that. <laughs> He's better uh, than that. I don't know. Smokey and the Bandit was a long time ago. Even in 1996. I mean, this was this was also a long time ago. And uh, Demi Moore, looking good. You know? Demi Moore's yeah. body was tight. She was tight. Yeah. Tight. I really enjoyed this movie. <laughs> I thought it was going to be hard to get through. Uh, like, uh, what was that movie? Um, Showgirls? Yes. That's what I was Yes. I guess it was kind of fun, but I thought it was kind of hard to get through. This was not. This Show was very entertaining. So, fun fact, uh, Hope was debating between Showgirls or Striptease, like, for this week. Hope's already made me watch Showgirls. She would maybe watch it again. <laughs> she absolutely would. <laughs> Can't, she's so excited. But yeah, this movie was great. So, anything else? Or we want to go to Mimosa readings? Or I don't have anything else. Ooh, mimosa ratings. Let's stick those in. Okay, you want to hear us first so you can be different, or <laughs> you know, no, go first and no changes. You tried to change last time. <laughs> Once you say it, the vote is in. No changes. How old are you? Uh, old enough to have an opinion and stick to it. <laughs> I would give this movie three mimosas because it's 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 more of a fun kind of drinking time, but it's not like a oh my god, I need more alcohol. You can make a fun drinking game. Every time there's toxic masculinity, take a shot. <laughs> oh god, we'd be so we'd drunk. Be so fucked up. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm gonna say just one drink. Uh, it could be because I had one drink and I feel super sleepy. But we also <laughs> recorded really early. Uh, so I had a coffee and a Coke Zero, and it still wasn't enough caffeine. So, because what time? It's only like one o'clock now. So yeah, we started drinking at like eleven thirty or something, probably. Something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, it's too early. Don't do that again, Summer. I'm sleepy now. I'd say this is about a two for me. Uh, I feel like I feel like you should have a little bit of a buzz going on. It'll make it more. It'll make it more fun. Your buzz, but if you're a lightweight, you maybe you only need one. Like it depends. Depends. Oh, is that, is that me? Are you, is that <laughs> me? Gesture towards you. Yes. Damn. <laughs> Maybe you only need one to enjoy it, depending on how you can get a buzz. But yeah, it's a, it's a, it's not one of those movies that you need to drink to forget that it, it exists from your brain. That's true. I I enjoyed this movie quite a lot. For added fun, watch it with your grandparents. See what they think about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that'd be so awkward. Okay, this was great. This was a great movie, great episode. Had a great time. Everything was wonderful. Um, you mean everything was great? Yeah, everything was great. <laughs> uh, I guess the only thing I want to say is, you know, check us out on social media. Follow us, Brunch and Bombs, on Facebook. Brunch and Bombs podcast on Instagram. Brunch underscore and underscore bombs on TikTok. And, you know, subscribe to us. We are on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, Google, pretty much anywhere you can get your podcasts. If we're not on your preferred podcast platform, let us know. Uh, tweet us or whatever. And um, I just say that because like I get on Twitter like S- at least. send us a TikTok with a dance TikTok about t- please telling us about how disappointed you are. Oh my god! Us. Please send us a TikTok with your best striptease interpreted dance, but keep your clothes on. <laughs> the sad. <laughs> what is your saddest striptease interpretive dance? Send it. Tag us brunch underscore and underscore bombs on TikTok. Okay, guys, I think that's it. Uh, y'all have anything else? Nope. 
I'm good. Just guys, like someone said, follow us. Show us to your, or play us for your fr- your friends and family. And they, grandparents. they can show. And your grandparents. I love it. They can show us. We do have that one video on YouTube for a one year anniversary. So if you are, if you want to watch that, see some of our best of moments. Yeah, if you haven't checked that out, definitely check out our YouTube at French and Bombs. You can see our one year anniversary video and hopefully more videos are coming in the future soon. Okay, guys. Well, this has been Brunch and Bombs. I'm Summer. I'm Hope. I'm Jerry. Stay Stay tipsy. tipsy.